All right, friends, family, team, welcome back. Season 12, episode 12, and you'll have some new voices today. That's right, a couple of freshies on the Washed Up Pod today. Pat Callahan and Griffin Bag join me uh, as we go through our 12-12 episode. We start with some non-sports, some would-you-rathers, maybe bring up some questions, get the ball rolling, get the juices flowing. Then we brought Pat on to uh, bring up the negative of keeping Justin Fields on the Chicago Bears. We've had a lot of positive keep Fields talk, and it's about time we hear the other side of the story. Then we get into some MLB news and notes into NBA almost all-star weekend. And of course, the big kahuna. We have prop bets on prop bets. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. And we are going to help you bankrupt your bookie. It's a washed up podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. All right, season 12, episode 12, and Pat Callahan, welcome on to the Washed Up Podcast. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be on here. Okay. It's uh, an absolute pleasure. Um, so a lot of people are probably like, what are his qualifications to being on this show? And I'll get out in front of it and say, if you need anybody for a trivia game, you would be the first person to call. Any trivia? Any trivia. Mostly Chicago sports for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think the, the knowledge of your background with everything, um, two time beer money champion. Just saying, just saying, just saying, nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know, but they know now they know now. Absolutely. Um, so Pat is a longtime listener, first time guest, and we like to get the ball rolling. So I saw a, would you rather today? And it's going to be a basketball one. Would you rather have five Nikola Jokic sized Matthew Delvadova's or five Matthew Delvadova sized Nikola Jokic's. Uh, and just for reference, what are their sizes? So Jokic is like a seven foot, right. 4,000 pound man. And uh-huh. Delvadova is like 5'11", 180 maybe. I, th- I think my only answer is uh, five Delvadova sized Jokic's. He's the MVP. I-, I think it still would translate. He'd find a way to be crafty. Five MVPs, no matter the size. I, I think I'd rather do go, go that route. Uh, Delvadova is a, he's a hustle beast, right? Can shoot mm-hmm. three, really good at defense. Yeah. Uh, we're assuming he'd be like just as fast. Yeah. I'm Jokic's assuming that same. you get every attribute, okay. just height changes. What would that offense look like? A lot of ball movement, <laughs> a lot of ball movement and hope to God for, well, I mean, dude, they're seven feet tall. Yeah, lob it in the post. I'm quick passes in the post. 100%. A lot of, uh, off ball movement. Mm-hmm. I could see both sides. I, I think it's a simple, basic answer. But for me, it's the five MVPs. I don't know. What about you? Oh, I'm five Matthew Delvadovas. <laughs> okay. You're right. giving Matthew Delvadova, the guy with uh, just endless, like, uh, Energizer Bunny. Yeah, how would you stamina? Hard that team. You, you can't. Five big boys with speed, I guess. And your team would not score. 
Yeah. You wouldn't score on seven feet tall Matthew Delvadova. Like nobody could get a shot up. All right, let's run the simulation right now. That's okay, ready? <laughs> I think it is a good question, um, especially because like, d- does a six foot or five eleven MVP Jokic? Does it uh, trans- like he throws up some stupid shots. A lot of that is just him being tall and can just put it behind his head, and you can't block it. Yeah, you can shoot like Larry he's Bird. Not fast. <laughs> no, he's not fast. Right, I'm talking trans- myself out a little bit. Yeah, but- transition offense, dude. <laughs> What with Jok- with the Jokic's with five eleven Jokic, five yeah, that of would them. Be good, yeah. Uh, I think uh, the other team scores plethora. Nobody scores on five seven feet. Matthew Delvin. They're not matched up against each other. No, I think that would be. That's that's a whole nother. Even if you match them up together, mm-hmm. I think the Matthew Delvadovas win. Yes, that's what I'm saying. In the ma- yeah. in this made up matchup, I think the <laughs> win. I would love to see the five MVP Jokic's. It would answer a lot of questions just that you have about like the people's skill set translating to if this guy was this height, if this guy was this height, what would it look like? It would answer a lot of questions I haven't I've thought about in my head. So <laughs> maybe that's why I'm choosing the Jokic the Jokic's. Yeah. What would five Kareem's at, oh at yikes! S- at six feet or whatever, what would that look like? The sky yeah, hook, the sky <laughs> <laughs> sky hook just getting swatted down by a six three point guard. LeBron, LeBron, the size of John Lucas the third. <laughs> oh, that what was that the name, like? dude. We brought that up a couple weeks ago. Who was the guy get, that got jumped over by, yeah, by LeBron, LeBron James? Yeah. And it was John Lucas the yeah. third. See your your knowledge of trivia games yeah. are just already showing everybody. Um, do you still do some trivia? Um, I go to bars, uh, for trivia here and there. I I do love trivia. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, if whenever anyone wants to go, you you can give me a call. (laughs) I I check Twitter for, for the daily events category. Got some random geography and history shit in my brain as well. So hit me up. I really thought you were about to put your phone number on this episode. (laughs) Seven zero (laughs) eight. And then I just bleep out the rest. Um, yeah, I, Stephanie and I went to do trivia and I'm so bad at it. Like I can't, all of it or just like all of it thinking on the spot. Yeah. Like I get, I can get lucky. Like if it hits my wheelhouse, I'll definitely name it. But white Sox, 2008, second baseman stats, like that type of thing. You know, that would be a little tougher. Like you can tell me probably like the cornerback from the 2011 season of the bears. Uh, that's gotta be Tillman and Jennings. I think right? See, like I can't, I don't even know enough DJ to Moore, fact check. DJ you. Moore is the third one, a different DJ Moore. Different. Yeah. Do you think we're the only team to have two DJ Moores in the franchise? Probably. I think there might've been a third DJ Moore floating around. Actually. <laughs> I actually think there, there might've been, but Corey Graham, maybe it might've been, he, he was our nickelback for a bit. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Um, all right. Well, that's a perfect, oh, long, wrong sound. It's a perfect intro. Yeah. We don't need, we don't need to do my, uh, dirty, uh, would you rather? So we don't, we can say we don't need the, the people to listen to those. You don't, you, do you want to bring one up? Really get your juices flowing? I apologize to all the listeners for yeah, this. Yes, let's but, do it. I'm in. Um, Pat asked me if I had any, and these are just the ones I had in my bank <laughs> of knowledge. My apologies. <laughs> Would you rather have a nipple sized dick or dick sized nipples? <sighs> That's soft. Too, so. too, 
two, three. Oh my God. I, I care as much as people like to say they don't care. I care what people think about me. And if I'm walking around with, um, Dick size. Cheeto, Cheeto puffs. <laughs> yeah, your, yeah dude, shirt. you just see him <laughs> flopping around under my shirt. Um, I, I think I can maneuver life. Uh, I think I'd have to just steer into the skid of having a nipple sized little man. It would be a big knock on my ego. There's some ways around that. I think. Yeah. You just have to the nipple or the dick sized nipples. (laughs) You can't hide that. You can't really. I mean, even if you like work out, it's uh, no, no, that would, that would make it worse. Probably. No, I, I, care too much about what, uh, the appearance of myself and, uh, the nipple sized little man is the only thing that I could hide. So, um, my ego would definitely be in check and I don't know if I would be able to raise my voice to anybody because I have no ground. Big big dick energy. No, No, I'd have to fake it and people would be able to see right through that. Okay. All right. I I think that's the right answer. (laughs) I I do. I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, could you use it? Maybe, but you'd have to be very good in other aspects of. Hey, it might be incredible because it's all cons. Okay, never. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the the main reason why we brought you on one because you're a friend of mine. Two, because we've had me, James, and Brady all are on the side of keeping Justin Fields on the Chicago Bears really, for all three the. Of you. Well, James and Brady, James is huge. Justin Fields guy, right? OSU through and through. James? Where you at? James is uh, defend your boy. Yeah, for real. James Brady, defend your fellas before the Super Bowl. Um, but James is a huge Justin Fields guy, and he's an even bigger Bears guy. And now that the two are attached, I don't think James can handle the separation. It's tough. I, I love Justin so much. He's done nothing wrong uh, with, you know, being, a, being on a personal level. He's done, he's done absolutely nothing wrong. He's amazing. I love him. I have two of his jerseys. It's real tough. Flash <laughs> it. Like, it's hard to give up on what you've seen the flashes. It's hard to, you know, go away from that, especially for Bears fans, because Mitch, Mitch never had flashes like these. You knew what you were getting with Jay Cutler. Um, it is really hard and scary to move on from someone who's shown these flashes, but I don't think that means that we shouldn't move on. So I do think that we should, we really should draft Caleb, but that's, that's my stance. That's why I texted Pat one. <laughs> Twitter is just a battlefield right now. It, it's crazy. They'll show the team. Justin Fields will show one highlight, be like build around Justin, build around Justin. Yeah just nitpicking certain highlights. I get it. I love watching Justin Fields highlights. Always will. I wish him the best, but I, I do think we should move on. Um, okay. What do you think to start off with? So I, I do not, I, I want to keep Justin Fields and I've said it almost every time it's brought up is the Chicago bears in and of themselves make this a habit of rotating quarterbacks and coaches. And when it doesn't like right new quarterback, same coach, lame duck coach who needs to win like immediately. Right. Or or he will get right. So, yeah. So I think the main thing is, um, every quarterback who was drafted number one or even number two for a long time, luckily going towards your argument, CJ Stroud happened last year. Mm-hmm. 
right? But the Carolina Panthers had the first pick Mm -hmm. and blew it. When we were taking the second quarterback and we got Mitch, this whole draft seems oddly familiar. You have number 10 from North Carolina who nobody really heard about, but somehow he's the second overall quarterback going into this draft. He's white. He's, he's a white man. <laughs> and Caleb, who's kind of coming out as a diva, then he, his, him and his camp try to cut those off and be like, no, you misheard. You took it the wrong way. I don't think that I trust any front office enough to pick the franchise quarterback. You mean Bears? Front office or any? Any front office. So taking the Bears out of the equation by putting everybody else into it. If you look at like Lamar and Josh Allen, that draft, the quarterback's taken ahead of those two. Josh Rosen, Lamar, uh, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Granted, getting Baker number one overall was the best thing that the Browns could have done uh, because huge Baker guy over here. It is kind of uneven because there, there are so many other picks in the draft when you're just winging it against just the first pick. Mm-hmm. You have so many other options always, so it is going to be skewed, but I do get what you're saying. So the main reason is we have the chance to, in back-to-back years, trade the number one overall pick. That is so sought after by every other team because they think that that first choice gives them the ability to not mess up. I think there's a history of messing up when you take a quarterback first overall because everything else is already like everything's in front of you. You have everybody still on the board. There's no other way for you to go other than where your team and organization and management and everything wants to go. Right. When you, it's, when it got down to the Ravens, the only quarterback left was Lamar. That was late first or was late first. It was was the last pick of the first round, I believe. And so not that like, obviously you want to be in control of your own destiny, but with the way our history has gone in the draft, I do not believe that we would make the right choice. Oh, it's super scary. It's super scary. But I, I, I just think you, you can't be afraid to do it. If you think he's the guy, you, you watch his highlights. I have watched his lowlights too. Don't worry, people. I have watched the lowlights <laughs> to temper myself a little bit. But he just looks so calm back there. He can make all the throws. Um, it is a little different. We are a seven-win team with the first pick. That rarely happens. We have some infrastructure. It's not like we were a two-win team or like the Colts who like Peyton Manning got injured. Or, so who was it like Curtis Painter was the mm-hmm. quarterback. So when Andrew Luck went to them, it, it was pretty much seamless. We're, we're kind of like them. We do have an infrastructure. I like the offensive coordinator and f- rest of the staff hirings. So I am more confident than I was with, than it would be with Luke Etsy, of fucking course. Um, <laughs> but yeah. part of the reason we made the trade last year is to be in this opportunity this year. We're going to, the Panthers had no, you know, prospects of being very good last year. It was, it was calculated to trade with them, mm-hmm. take away DJ Moore from their offense to be in this position where we could take, we knowing all the quarterbacks that were coming out, not even that had, didn't have to be Caleb Williams last year. could have been Caleb Drake may yeah, Bo Nix or whoever was the top three at this point last year. That's why we made the trade to have this opportunity. I don't think you should be like afraid of doing it. Um, I think the, you know, the diva stuff's a little overblown. It's not really Caleb's fault. Yeah. I don't care that he cried after a game. That was a huge game for him. It's not like he cried during the game. Oh yeah. Bad choice to do it front row with, with your mom, probably like a, 
optically, but I don't really have a problem with that. He cares if he does come and say like, I don't want to play in Chicago. That'd be really shitty. Mm -hmm. And I would feel a little bit better about him going to another team because it's like, what are you going to do besides maybe like actually hiring (laughs) a fun coach? (laughs) Um, But at that point I'd feel a little better than us passing on him and him being in a, like we could be this close to getting an amazing quarterback and to pass on that and just, I would just hate watching football the, the next 15 years. If it came that guy, it's, it's, that's also a very scary thought. No, that, that part is true. When I was, uh, heading to the stew, I thought about that as well. If we do trade this pick, or I mean, if we do trade fields, sorry, if we don't draft, if we draft Caleb Williams, Jesus Christ, Pat, figure mm-hmm. it out. You're the host here. Zone in here. If we draft Caleb Williams and he's great, perfect. If we do not draft him and we trade the pick and then he goes somewhere and shoots light, lights out and has a Stroud-esque season. It, I, every, every news of football, every game, sorry to cut you off. Every time I watch football, it would just hurt. Yeah, it would hurt immensely more than the Trubisky Mahomes talk. Right. Or the Trubisky Deshaun Watson, RIP the Deshaun Watson's career. Big time, um, big time. That would sting more. And we should have learned from that. Like we should learn. We, we don't want to draft a guy from Notre Dame, from North Carolina who started 12 games, who looks cool, has got good form. We shouldn't be afraid to, to get someone who like can improvise, make all the throws. Ryan Poles even said himself, he was part of the Chiefs um, crew who drafted uh, Mahomes. Yeah. They didn't look at the things Mahomes couldn't do. They looked at the things that he could do. Right. And, and use that in their evaluation. I think that speaks volumes to same with Williams. He had, he also had like no one to throw to. I know he took a step back this year. He had no weapons in a terrible O line to, he lost Jordan Addison, who's a great college weapon. Andrew Luck had a bat when he decided to stay. His senior year was worse because he lost Toby Gerhardt and Jim Harbaugh. Like, yeah, it happens. It's not all his fault. Um, so I, I just think we have to draft him. That's why we made the trade. I, I it just mentally, uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah. even if they're the same ish quarterback, uh, four years of control versus a year and a half of control more with Justin. Yeah. As, as a keep Justin guy, that's the one argument for drafting Caleb that I resonate most with is the fact that you restart a quarterback clock. He's younger. You have him for longer for less money. I totally understand that. And that's a big, big thing. Do you think Justin showed enough this year? No, I don't. But you think he could? I think that a lot of it, obviously Justin could have made adjustments mid game and like our OC is definitely, he was uh, no help. He was, he was zero help. Yeah. And we fired him. Great. And we fired a lot of offensive coaches. So, and Brady's mind of firing four offensive coaches is that it was their problem, not fields, but you can, you can look at the bears firing the offensive coaching staff two ways. Mm -hmm. You want a fresh start with the offensive coach and a new quarterback, fresh, fresh quarterback, Mm -hmm. or you can look at it as the offensive coaches were fired due to the fact that they didn't ever, they didn't evaluate fields and elevate him correctly. Yeah. Um, it's, it is sad to think about like what fields could have been like Getsy was just fucking Aaron Rodgers, like little like 
pony boy on the side. He didn't even call plays. He was with LaFleur and Rogers. That don't make anyone look good. I, I, I understand the stab. He, he's people love him in the locker room, but it didn't work out. I still think fields could have overcame a lot of that. If he was that guy though, it, yeah, every time he'd true. Like, and my, this season was a tryout for Justin in, in my head. Like if he was a pro bowler, I would love that. That'd be better for the bears. Then we trade back at Marvin Harrison, uh, a future first rounder, maybe another future first rounder. That would have been best for the bears, but he just didn't show it enough for me this year. Yeah. Every time he dropped back was like a, a fire drill. Like yeah. it did not look composed enough. And I thought that was just me thinking it as a, crazy bears fan. Well, then you hear like people who aren't bears fans think the same thing. Uh, it really, you know, shed a light on like it, it doesn't look normal when he drops back. It, it's like, where's he going? Is he going to go anywhere? Is he going to get sacked? It, it just, it's, we don't have to get used to that. It should be more fun. Like <laughs> jealous of chiefs fans. Every time Mahomes drops back, that's gotta be the best fucking most fun feeling. Right. Absolutely. When you see Mahomes roll out and like point somewhere, you're like, Oh my God, he's got somewhere. He's not getting sacked. Like, and I understand Like I, obviously when it's all said and done, my fandom will still be with the bears and whoever is behind center to start the year will have my undying support. Oh yeah. Same. So don't get me wrong there. I think that Marvin Harrison Jr. is a bigger generational talent. He's nasty. Than any quarterback. He's like the safest pick in the draft for sure. Like, you know, he will produce right away. Yeah. And even, even just because of the name, but like, right. <laughs> but that is, that is a part of it. Yeah. I wonder who his dad is. Um, I think that passing up on him and I understand that this argument that I'm about to bring up can be looked at both ways can be looked at as loser talk or, uh, for the fields lovers, it can be their point. Make it so abundantly clear that it's not Justin Fields. How do you mean? Get Marvin Harrison jr. Get that offense just absolute stud muffined up. DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison Jr. And Calvin Ridley wants to come to the Bears for some reason. Load it up. Because if it's not Fields, then we'll know for sure. And I know that just means another year of experimenting. But every year is an experiment when you have that young of a quarterback. If it, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. And that would be best for the Bears. I, I don't think if Justin was that guy, he wouldn't need an all-star supporting cast, though. He had a decent, pretty good tight end. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> he had a great receiver um, and a couple other decent receivers. He shouldn't need, like, who's who's Mahomes throwing to this, this year? Like, he shouldn't need an amazing yeah. cast to be good. That obviously helps, but it shouldn't be, like, necessarily needed. Right. But I think having Marvin Harrison as a bear forever is more valuable oh, than the chance yeah. that we can take on another young buck. We could trade the farm and get both. Would you take that Williams and Harrison somehow? Whoa, that would be drastically putting all eggs in a basket. And but we think, <laughs> I, I think Harrison's I, a guaranteed like star. We think, right? That's what, yeah. Uh, uh, honest to God, hope no injuries and, Hope that uh, he doesn't pull a Megatron and want out early retirement style. But I don't think that's who he is. I think he is just a workhorse. I think he has everything in that generational talent tag gets tossed everywhere. I think having him on the bears 
will make it more valuable long-term than this argument of Fields or Caleb. You think it's a big difference between uh, Harrison and um, Neighbors and Adunze? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I saw something today where uh, I forget who it was, but they were comparing Marvin Harrison Jr. to Randy Moss and Terrell Owens <laughs> and uh, Rome and... Jerry Rice. It? Yeah, uh, <laughs> and Rome... And who's the other big uh, wide neighbors, receiver? neighbors? Neighbors, yeah. Too. Those guys coming out as like Steve Smiths or like the the lower tier still great. And it's like, I think they're going to be great football players, but I think Marvin Harrison's like top tier. So having that ability to keep Marvin Harrison and have the weapons for whatever quarterback is behind center, I think that's more valuable. And I think if that means another year of fields, Let's do that. I would have loved to see that. Um, I would have loved that scenario. I just, I don't think we can pass on. It is different than last year with Bryce Young and Stroud. Like no one, it was way less certain with them. Mm -hmm. People, even if Williams, I don't even like using like generational talent, just even if he's just really good or pretty dang good. Yeah. I I want him a fresh, (laughs) fresh contract. We can get him a Dunze. You know, another who I think will also just be a solid receiver no matter what. Like he's also very, very good. Yeah. Um so terrible national championship game for him though. Yeah. Just like Quentin Johnson. Him and Penix were both off a little bit. Yeah. And for some reason, Penix being off makes me want him. I would love a lefty quarterback in Chicago. You know that. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> yeah. You want to play you want a lefty shortstop in Chicago too. Why not? Why the hell not? Lefty catcher. See, that's another thing is like you can get that Penix. You can get somebody else to play behind Justin Fields, learn what to do, learn what not to do. And do we have time for that? We don't. uh, We haven't won anything since 85. We that's all we have is time. No, you're not wrong. Um, If they if they find that it's not will and if they find it's not Williams or they hate his personality or whatever, which that would suck in its own because we, they would never tell us that. Right. They, and just, they wouldn't draft Williams. We might find out in a documentary, like 10 years down why we, they didn't draft Williams. We, they'll never say that outright. Like right. we hated his personality. He's right. Like Bo Callahan from yeah. the movie draft day. Draft day. We'll never great know movie, that. By the way. So we'll just be great. Great yeah. movie, dude. I, the, I do like the movie. The trades are just crazy though. Oh, they were outlandish. Let me get all my picks back. Yes. This guy, <laughs> even though I feel like it drafts. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I think, um, Frick, you said something that kind of sparked it for me. Um, uh, well, you know, great radio just going, uh, at what point, at what point did I, it was spark? the, um, Penix Rome, but yeah, they, if, they were oh, awesome. I got it. I yeah. got it. Um, the, the one thing about keeping fields and getting Marvin Harrison would be that plan for the future, right? You get more picks, you get more assets. And I understand the goal is to have a quarterback. It's the most important position. And if but he's if, not good, sorry to cut you off. If no. he has all these weapons and he's not good, then you move on next year. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Who's or, coming out next year? I don't even know. I don't even I know. know I, this is a great. I don't know class. either. It's the fact that you now have so much ammo to attempt to get somebody. It would be best case scenario if Justin was the guy, it, but I just don't think he is. Um, but that, that a hundred percent would be best case scenario. Um, because if absolutely. you, if you stack up Marvin Harrison, you get, um, I don't know in the mock drafts. I think if we go all offense, it's like, uh, Marvin Harrison, 
the tight end Bowers or the a tackle or the yeah. center. And then D line, O line are obvious all time needs that we just constantly need to attack perpetually. Yeah. And if we load that and actually start to build a team and the quarterback kind of fits like the Niners and the Brock Purdy slander or for him. And like everybody in his camp loves him. Everybody on the outside is like, Oh, he's just fit perfectly in it this. It could be both. It could be a little bit of both. It's definitely a little yeah. bit of both, but look at every weapon on Sam Fran. Oh yeah. If we could build a team of weapons and then it's a plug and play quarterback. That is, a, that is a scenario. And I'm not saying I'm not open to trading the pick. I would want like some type of Herschel Walker trade. Return. <laughs> like, it would have to be not the farm, like three farms that we, that we get back. <laughs> that, I want real estate contracts. Yeah. Like, yeah, all the pick. I know. I think big guys said that all the picks like it. Yeah. He is a potential generational quarterback. That's all a team needs to turn the corner. Yeah. And if a team, so we have to, it would have to be a huge asking price. If it is a huge asking price, I, I could come around on that. I'm not saying I, I won't, uh, Yeah, but in another, <laughs> I, I think I brought it up either last week or the week before, and then PFT made it even better. Um, I was like, are you sure you want a guy named Caleb leading mm-hmm. your team? Uh, and what other quarterbacks are like Caleb Haney? <laughs> yeah. It's like, he doesn't pass the name test. If he changed uh, his name okay. to like Maverick and was like Maverick Williams, then I'd be all in trade fields. Get him out right now. Cody, but we're even like a Cody. We're going to keep the number one overall pick for a dude named Caleb. <laughs> I smoked pot on Caleb's couch. <laughs> like Caleb isn't the name of a generational quarterback. No, that's a creative player name in, in Madden. Yeah. It's like the Caleb. starting block for the 59 ranked quarterback. <laughs> That's a good and point. I can't argue with that. It's like Kurt was a good quarterback name. Kurt Warner is a great. That's a quarterback name. Joe. Steve. If he was Cody, would it be like Cody Williams? Oh, Cody, be? I'd tell him to go get a surfboard or a snowboard and start shredding pow. <laughs> I just, I, like Evan Mobley in the NBA is a big name that we bring up for not passing the name test. Great basketball player, but he's not going to win a championship with like a name, name like Evan, Evan Mobley. I kind of like that name, actually. It's a great name. Don't get me wrong. Maybe but it's, last it doesn't hit with like Dwayne Wade, no. LeBron James, Derek Rose, Derek Rose Evan Mobley, John Lucas, the third. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the third. Can't forget the third because if you do, then it's just rude. Was his dad and grandpappy in the NBA? Uh, maybe like Waterboy. Okay. Okay. I mean, that short. I don't know if they. Well, right, I mean, John would be the third string point guard on a Tim, uh, Tom Thibodeau team. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> absolutely. It's uh, we we need him for, to get some feistiness. In. It was great when we were like down twelve and need a spark. He, uh, I don't know what if he could play any fucking defense. Yeah, probably not. But he so was fun to watch. He was. So if it's. Caleb Williams, if we keep the one pick. I want to keep talking about John Lucas the third first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What a career. Uh, gets jumped over by LeBron James and averages four, two, and one. Never had a hair on his head. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. I keep remembering that guy from Downers Grove North who was had the uh, bald spot in the back as in, a freshman. In high school, yeah. And I, I, I looked at... It's like one of those things where you can't make fun of somebody like that. We did, you know? though, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely, because we were <laughs> shitheads. 
Um, Pat I hope was, that Pat guy- was a leader of our dog pound for, uh, I was, uh, I was the cheering. unofficial or official leader. I was the official leader after Kevin Schwartz left. I had to step up and I wasn't getting any playing time on the basketball court. So why not, um, paint my chest and root on my teammates? You would get a ring if they won a state championship. I feel like I would have had to. Yeah. Um, so if it is keep the one pick draft, Caleb Williams, is it trade fields right away? Yeah, and like another part of this conversation, if we could, we probably wouldn't. Would it change your mind a little bit if if I told you we'd get a, a first rounder for Justin? We'd have to give up like a third or fourth and Justin, but we got a first rounder back. How much would that change uh, your mind or not change your mind? That would be hilarious to have three first round picks. Yeah. Um, so just for the bit... Mm-hmm. I think I would do I would do that if if the whole thing is we're keeping the one and we're drafting Caleb Williams great if not and then it's just like oh Justin Fields uh, team wants to offer a first round their first round pick and a like fifth round pick for this year's draft for Justin Fields right now one I don't think anybody would do that no I'm not saying yeah but a first rounder we'd have to like give up like a fourth or fifth right but that, that would be an incredible, like, that's kind of almost half, if not more, that you get for giving up the first pick, potentially. Uh, that changes. That would be incredible. It's probably more likely going to be a second round pick, which we also don't have in this draft. Um, <laughs> the Montez sweat trade, yeah. which is a good, great trade. Yeah. We don't have a second round. So that's a big gap to have first pick, ninth pick, and then. Yeah, it was like pick. last year with the Claypool. We got Claypool with the first overall pick in the second round. Yes. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that, that stung. That one did stink. Well, I think we traded back like three times and got it, but whatever. So first round pick, you, you would trade Justin for a first round pick. I, I would just because three first round picks for this draft, I feel like enough can be done to solidify some idea of planning for the future. Even if it's next year's first round pick, same idea. No. No. This year. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Obviously, this year would be more fun, but yeah. I still think there's a first round pick, whether it's this year or next yes, year. Yes, absolutely. If, if they're like, hey, first round pick uh, next year for Justin Fields uh, right now, um, I think I would have to be okay with it considering the market. And right now, what is it like uh, a second and a sixth is but, what for Fields yeah, right now? Yeah, I'm that next. Yeah, um, I think that's the... Only way. Would you do a second and a sixth? Yeah. If okay. if I had to spin it in a way that it's already declared, like if they said tomorrow and they were like, we're keeping the first pick and I knew for a fact that it was a fact because everything comes out and then it if gets the redacted. Out, I think it's pretty much guaranteed they're keeping the first pick. Not 100%, but if they trade Justin, you have an idea what they're doing. Also, why not just draft Caleb Williams first and just keep fields and run a two-man offense? That actually breaks the barriers. I wouldn't think that it'd be super awkward in the locker room, in that quarterback room. It, had to be so, it would have to be so awkward, but I don't hate that. Um, and if Justin like a, a quarterback goes down. I don't know what that trade market looks like, but like Joe Flacco hopping on a plane, <laughs> it would be Justin Fields. I don't know what like a mid season market would look like for Justin versus a 
preseason draft season market. Yeah. But I don't hate that. It would be super (laughs) awkward to have those two quarterbacks realistically though. Yeah. We changed Justin Fields to uh, Taysom Hill. You know, I'm on board for that. I know you're on board for that. <laughs> Justin Fields is a tight end in fantasy lineups. Oh my God. Is that, is that what Taysom Hill is? I think. Yeah. He's a tight, tight end quarterback. Um, I, that idea is really funny and I'm kind of now growing in that. Um, don't get the good offer for Justin. Like stand Pat, hold your ground. Yeah. Um, stand Pat's stand Pat's. Pat's. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I think we covered it all. Is there any other points you need? No, I mean, I had stats, um, <laughs> help to help my case, my, uh, analytic team, shout out, uh, Johnny Grimes. I have some great stats, but I don't need to spew them out, but the stats weren't great for Justin. Some of these stats, just so everyone knows. <laughs> uh, were they comparable to Mitch Trubisky? Cause I saw that floating around. I'm not sure, but let me just, let me just go through them here a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's, let's rattle them off. It's our show. F grade on time to throw and time in pocket, basically lasting the whole league in both. I don't know what those stats exactly mean, um, but they don't sound good. And like he, ha- we can go into more of the depth in this now, but he, his anticipation is not good. No, it's you, not. You watch his breakdowns. I don't know how quickly you can teach that. I would have loved if he had a, a I don't know, a, a good coach to, I'd be drilling him all fucking day with like flashcards of shit. And he'd have to answer within a half second of what he's do- like, can't we do that? Can't we do some shit like that to fix his anticipation? Yeah. It felt like, obviously we have no idea, but it felt like they didn't do enough to fix his anticipation. They switched up his footwork once Getsy and them came in. That's a big deal. He just, he's super slow processing. It really sucks because he's got a great arm. I love his yeah. arm. Um, when he hits DJ Moore in stride, it's like the sexiest thing I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, the uh, Commanders game made me change my pants yeah. thrice. Even after scoring only nine points on the Vikings, when he dropped back and hit DJ Moore on the like third and 10 to get the game winning field goal, like right on, right on time, right on target. I watched that like 20 times and we to win <laughs> the game 12 to 10. Yeah. Um, but he just, it wasn't consistent enough with the timing. He'd miss open guys all the time. Um, so that's, that's just what scares me. Uh, that, that should come more naturally to a quarterback if who's supposed to be the guy uh little you know things like that beyond just my overall general feeling like if you really look into the film and stuff it it wasn't great there's also the injury factor we haven't talked about he he, he could have gotten hurt a lot more he he's not the best at taking hits no he's not which is a, you know, he's tough as hell. He won't like shy away, but like he almost, he hurts himself. Like is close to hurting himself a lot. Yeah, he he four is. games this year, a uh, couple last year, I think. And then his rookie year as well. So like that's part of it as well. Williams is also a pretty good runner. He, he hasn't gotten hurt. That, that is a big part of it for me as well that we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. I think the Caleb comparison, they're comparing him to like essence of Mahomes, right? Right. Like, uh, 7-Eleven brand Mahomes right now with mm-hmm. the possibility of being um, the top shelf Mahomes. I'm not saying he is, but not going to lie. It does. You kind of can see it. Right. You get the- different, different uh, launch points from his arm and all that stuff and a lot of ability to move and contort and all that stuff. But one thing that Mahomes had coming out of college that Caleb doesn't, it seems like, is doubters like when you're doubted at all 
it puts a chip on your shoulder. When everybody promises you everything and you're the number one overall. So you're saying he doesn't have doubters, Caleb. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when the Chiefs took Mahomes, what was it, 15th overall? Or no, I like, think they traded up to 10, but it could have been 10. 15 as one of those. Um, I, don't, I think I'm only thinking 15 because that's his jersey number. There was a lot of people on Twitter who were like, uh, KC wasted a pick here. I don't see it. They Nothing have Alex to plan Smith. for He's the great. Yeah. He just made it to the whatever yeah. playoff game. Yeah. So I know that these, the guys that are making the professionals have this second, third, fourth gear that puts them past a lot of people. And I understand that, but they're still human. And I think if you don't level them down and they have to prove something rather than being cast as the best kid in this draft, no if, ands, or buts about it, you got to take them. Will he come in with any sort of prove it mentality? I think he will. Um, as a first pick, that's a lot of pressure too. Like if he gets drafted by us to prove himself to be like finally a franchise quarterback in this great city, like that's enough. Moti- that's that's got to be enough motivation. No. Yeah, I would hope it is. Great point. You're a professional with like this microphone. Think, but we can both agree that the Colin Cowherd shit was bullshit, right? <laughs> We can both agree on that. Right? Yes, we can both agree on that. For the folks Saying that, that, like, he's yeah. from Washington. That's it. Like, oh, Dan Quinn's on a new contract. Okay, fine. How many quarterbacks has Washington had? Uh, none. Yeah. They haven't done anything since they were a powerhouse, what was it, the 70s or 80s? Um, even though we haven't developed a quarterback, it's a brand new regime. We just got a new staff. That's all bullshit. Don't even look it up if you're listening to this. Don't listen to what Cowher said. He all walked it back like twice already in within a span of three days. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when people start bringing up your takes to you multiple times within the same the week. The camp had to call him. Caleb's camp had to call him and, and say, no, that's not our stance, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you dork. Yeah. But. Yeah, so if he, if he comes and he shows that he's got that fire and he wants to be here. That's the main thing. If he wants to be here and he wants to change, change the trajectory of the Chicago bears, by all means, he'll be my quarterback. But if he has any sense of like, I need this, I earned this, right? It's like, you haven't done wait, wait anything a few years yet. to say some LeBron shit like that. Absolutely. And like, as somebody who, uh, is a washed up athlete, mm-hmm. It's like, I think that I deserve it. That's why I didn't make it to the pros. I never played hockey or uh, tackle football, but like, I, I still think what could have been, you know? Oh my God. Every <laughs> morning I wake up and I've been like, oh, you know what? I wish my whole body hurt and I had millions of dollars in my bank account. Patrick Kane, Patrick Callahan, like what, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sean Clifford, Patrick Clifford. Yep. <laughs> I would love to be a backup quarterback, just not in Green Bay. Same. Um, All right. So that was a lot of fields talk. You want to get into some more fun things, Patrick? Yeah, Tyson Bajan. All right. So here's what I got. Molly would be upset yes, if I didn't dude. Tyson Bajan. Yes. Okay, no, that's it. We don't need, I don't want to talk about Tyson Bajan. All right. I want to talk a little bit about this. Oh. 
MLB free agency and re-signings and trades and all that stuff is a lot of fun. And last week we had White Sox Dave on. And Pat is a Cubs fan, for those who do not know. New season ticket holder, by the way. Oh, congratulations. So you're going to be... There's also 2025, the um, Hawks are going to be playing at Wrigley. So you're going to need to... I think that means I have, like, dibs on tickets to that. You do. You get... get asked about it beforehand uh if you'd Supposedly. like to yeah you get first come first serve but uh just a quick couple of things corbin burns goes to the orioles that's awesome absolute powerhouse yeah what's up with the brewers like they're a playoff team and they trade their like are they like a low-key poor ass franchise yeah why, why, why would they do that i i really don't even though they're like our rival i really don't understand like I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand the uh, route that they're trying to go. And as a team that it's a poor franchise move, like it, it, it's a loser talk right. mentality. And it would have been in the same like conversation if the White Sox were any good, and then they traded Cease. Mm-hmm. But we're not good, and we didn't trade Cease. Brewers so are we're a playoff like, team, exactly. So we are the opposite of the yeah. Brewers, and now. Like, does it show that the Brewers have a plan or a farm system? I have no idea, but that's your ace. Like, you're, I, I, I really don't get it. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, I don't understand it. I don't have any in, information, insight in it, but like, I just really don't understand it. Yeah. I think if I was a uh, Orioles or Diamondbacks fan for my entire life, I would be over the moon just in general of what's been going on lately. Um, but sadly, I'm still a White Sox fan. It wasn't like crazy prospects they sent or players that they sent to the Brewers, right? No, it wasn't anything yeah. of note. Um, and Jackson Holiday coming up. I can't believe Who dat? that. Who dat? Uh, number one overall prospect in the Orioles. Uh, Roy Holiday's um, relative. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, Jackson Holiday is the most, um, like, talked about. Obviously, with social media blowing up, like, every year is the most talked about sensation. But he's supposed to be lights out. Does he look like Roy when he pitches? No, dude. He looks like he's 10 years old. Really? Like, he's got a baby. <laughs> he's got the baby face of baby faces, not an ounce of... Facial hair anywhere uh, near his head, other than his locks. Holiday was kind of like a blonde ginger type, right? Yeah, but he he was rugged. He was big. Yeah, um, I'll show you Jackson Holiday. So you, uh, um, yeah, all these kids, man. Marvin Harrison. Jr. Look how young he looks, and he's okay, the yeah. top prospect right now in Pat, the MLB. Pat just showed me a picture of a little leaguer from the Little League <laughs> World Series. In case you're wondering, yeah. So uh, he's. A shortstop too, and it just seems like he's the most sound. Oh, he's a short. He's not a pitcher. No, no, no. Oh, no. I just assumed he was a pitcher. He's uh, a shortstop, and I think he's a lefty bat. Hot. So the dude, the righty arm and the lefty bat is the coolest thing yes. in all yeah. the sports. Yeah. Sam and, Muno, what are you doing with the lefty throw righty bat? Will that. Yeah, what, dude. What my cousin hell? was the same way. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um. But now transitioning to uh, my rival, Bobby Witt Jr. signs for, uh, extends for 288 mil for 11 years with a three-year option. That's a team option at the end, right? Yes. So if he's any type of washed up, they won't keep him after eight or after seven. Yeah, but I think it goes both ways. Like if they say you can move on or he's like, I kind of want to move on. I think it's a... 
he said, she said kind of yeah. fiasco. Yeah. Um, and then Clayton Kirsch. What, what do you think about the Bobby Witt? Dude, he's so good. Yeah. I, I want somebody like that. He reminds me of Joe Creedy. So, um, does he play third? Uh, no. he's, he's pretty versatile he's in infield. Yeah. Um, I think he actually did play third a little bit this season just because KC was kind of yeah, all suck, over the right? place. They suck right now, right? Yeah. he He's a shortstop is what they say, but I mean. He's got shortstop energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Kershaw resigns with the Dodgers. So, duh. I mean, the Dodgers. What's that, what's that rotation looking like right now? Um, Shohei, Wano, Yamamoto. Wano, Yamamoto. Well, not Shohei this year. Right. But yeah. Yamamoto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He won't be able to throw this year. Uh, Kershaw. Do they still have Bueller? Yeah. Uh, just three other white guys. Yeah. Dodgers always get the what, just random ass <laughs> yeah. generic named white people and they're always good as fuck. They're always top notch and it's really uh, frustrating. Mm-hmm. And we just got the Altuve news too. Oh yeah, that? break that. Um, this just broke like 20 minutes ago. Jose Altuve and the Astros are in agreement on a five year, $125 million contract extension. That's kind of crazy. How old is that man? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's cut him open and see his When they're that little, like, do they age the same? <laughs> is he Benjamin yeah. buttoning around <laughs> us? Um, I That's cool for him. It is cool. It is cool. I think that I will have so much respect for him if he is named an all-star again and goes this time. What do you mean? Did he not Since go? the cheating scandal, he's been named an all-star and has... Uh, miraculously been injured going into all-star weekend. Mm. So he can't go because, uh, he feels as you're going to say he did it as a statement. I was like, he's, and I would have respected. No, he just didn't want to, I, I, the cheating and it's like, nobody likes him and he can't go anywhere. So So I wonder 25, what did I say? Five years? Yeah. Five. He's 33. Damn. And he turns 34 May 6th. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm starting to see like those, uh, there's like tweets and stuff on Twitter and reels going all over the place where it's like, oh, I'm turning 30 and I got my whole life in front of me. And then a sportscaster goes, now here's John Goodman and he's coming up 32 years old, oldest player in the league, pretty much dead. <laughs> it's like, no wow. ligaments in his yeah. knees. <laughs> Yeah, and I are both turning 30 this year, right? We are both turning 30 this year. And it does uh, suck though when you're at like a Cubs game and they show the date of birth. It's really fucking sad. To, to yeah, dude. I always remember my cousin was like, once you start seeing the 2000, per- what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Come again. And it's like, once you start seeing the players you're watching being younger than you, you're, you're going to start to realize. And that was when I was like 14. That's when told I stopped, me that. Yeah. And That's I was when like, I stopped no. caring about little league. Cause like I could fucking toast these kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I stopped. I don't give any crap about little league. It hasn't happened with pro sports yet, even though they're all even college sports. They look like, yeah, they look like, dude, could, they could all beat yeah, my yeah, ass. They could all beat my ass. Yeah. So hard, but I still think I could put up some numbers in uh, college and NBA hoops. Totally. It's like when I see terrible stat lines, I'm like, I could get, Paid way less than that. What was the final up. score? 52 to 48 in this college game? Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you feel going into uh, pitchers and catchers reporting? I'm excited. I'll be out. I'll actually uh, be going to a Cubs spring training game this year. So. Oh, you're going down? Yeah. A little golf trip. Um, 
did it two years ago when uh, the players were in a lockout, so we didn't get to go. That was a whole part of the trip. <laughs> that was a whole reason for the trip. So, yeah, I'm excited. I am, again, I'm a season ticket holder. Um, very exciting. Would have loved to have Shohei, Cody Bellinger. Why haven't you signed yet? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm excited. It's, it's a good time to be a Cubs fan. We're not like top tier expectations, but we should definitely be in, in the race like most of the year. So um, that much uh, at least is exciting. Yeah. And you still have me at shortstop. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick, Patrick, Danby Swanson, Clifford. Yes, we do. <laughs> Junior. He's really hot. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. We, we try really hard to look our best when we can. Um, so what made you do season tickets, this, season tickets this year? Season tickets? Um, <laughs> season tickets. I don't know. My, my friend Brad and I, we decided to go in on it. Um, they really opened it up. It, it isn't that crazy. It was only like a two or three grand for um, first section of the upper level, which is like a great view. We're like, even with first base. Did you do 20 or 40 games? 40? All of them. Oh, you get all yeah. of them? For so, two grand? For three grand and some change. But Jesus Christ. I, I expected it to be more, to be honest. And uh, like the most expensive was only like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. It was so either like 15 or 25 grand. Like it, I expected it to be like a hundred grand for behind home plate. It, it isn't that crazy. Uh, so like the per game, like it, it's only like some games, I, they price them all differently, but per game, it's like $35 on average. Yeah. It, 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 it isn't that, that bad. Obviously I'm very lucky to, to be in the position to get them, but um <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know how good I'll be at flipping uh, tickets on games I, I don't want to go to. I'm actually technically not the owner. It's all under my friend's name. I have to trust him with that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but so me and me and Ryan Nelson went in on. You did a package, right? Yeah, we did like the 40 game package when it was like the year. It was after the 2020 season. So 2021, we went in and everything went to shit. So I hope that you don't have that same luck. Thank you. Because our investment was even worse than NFTs. It helps me a lot that I live a block away from the stadium. That, that does help a lot. My friend's only like three blocks from the stadium. Um, but yeah, it, if it could go South, like people didn't expect us to be that good last year. We should have made the playoffs. Didn't it, it could, it could really go South. So hopefully I get some foul balls from some righties up there at the very least. Yeah, for real. And if say a Suzuki would have caught the ball, you know, um, the whole thing you need to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's keep rocking. Uh, NBA all-star weekend coming up, uh, February 18th. So, uh, obviously we're going to end the show with Super Bowl, which is this Sunday, February 18th will be the next Sunday. So we'll start talking about that a little bit more. I have the all-star lineups, but a couple things first, Joel Embiid had meniscus surgery. He's out for a while. Yeah. Like potentially into the playoffs, right? Potentially into the playoffs. And did most something of- happen or did it, was it just, yeah, he, somebody landed on his knee. So he kind of fell onto his butt. Of course he did. And then somebody landed right on his kneecap and he got up gingerly. And then it was like right after, or maybe right before it was right before the Denver game. And Joel has not played in He's Denver played against Jokic. Denver. Yeah. And yeah. so like everybody was like giving him shit for not playing. 
And then he went back like two games later or a game later and then really fucked it up. So it was, yeah, it's like, don't listen to the dumb fans, but also like at some point, listen to the dumb fans. Katie, when he like, he was barely back from an ankle injury and then like toward the other Achilles. Yeah. Cause he was like over. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Katie fucked it up in layup lines. So he was going to play and then re Brady body bewilderment. Just, you know, yeah. to your bodies, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on. Brady's bodily bewilderment. Listen to your body. Um, I think I have a heart murmur. So, (laughs) um, the funniest thing before we get into all-star lineups and snubs and all that stuff is obviously doc rivers took over the bucks from Adrian Griffin. Right. And he will be coaching the East. What? Oh, just cause he's the incumbent. Wait. Yeah. Yes. It's because Giannis is the captain and it goes so right. It's not the Celtics. It was the Celtics in the finals, right? Yeah. It's, so it's not the, it's, it's not, not the, the coach. Celtics yeah. Coach. So, um, this year's all-star game is going back to East versus West and traditional style fourth quarter. So no captains, no, they're still captains. They're just not drafting. It's just, I mean, I mean no, yeah, no pick them. Yeah. No, no snake draft. And no instead charity, of no charity per quarter. Right. Deal. I mean, there probably still will be, okay. but there's no, uh, timeless fourth quarter, get to a number and you win. It's just a game. Was that a fail? I mean, I, I didn't hate that. Was it like, yeah, I kind of liked it, but I also liked the East versus West. There was just a time when it was the West. Oh, yeah, I agree. It should definitely be East versus West for sure. Yeah. So we have, um, the all-stars are, there's a couple snubs and I will get to my piece shortly, but there's been replacements since they announced. Yeah. So Joel Embiid and, uh, Julius Randall are out, but so for the East, you have Giannis as the captain, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame, Jason Tatum as the starters. And since Joel Embiid is out and Julius Randall is out. It's Scotty Barnes and Trey Young replacing them. We could have had Halliburton instead of Patrick Williams, right? Yes. Just making sure. Okay, just making sure. Um, And then the West starters, LeBron James is the captain. Luka, uh, KD, Shea, LeBron, and Jokic. Uh, So it's just still so good. And then the reserves in the Eastern Conference are Bam. Five Della Vadova. <laughs> Five Della Vadovas could take down all these guys. Uh, Eastern Conference reserves, Bam Adebayo, Paolo Branchero, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, and Trey Young. No Bulls. No Bulls. And then in the West, reserves, Devin Booker. Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, Kawhi, and Carl Anthony Towns. Hmm. The West really fucked up. Sabonis isn't in the All-Star game, nor is De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, why is that? I have no idea. No king. Because they're kings? Sabonis might be my favorite player in the NBA, and the fact that he couldn't make an All-Star game over, let's see, 
Um, obviously it's a popularity contest as well. So Steph should have made it, but like Paul George and Kawhi both make it over some guy averaging a triple double. Carl Anthony Towns has one 62 point game and loses and Sabonis doesn't make it in over him. I just think there was a better way to Is, go are about the numbers this. like down or no dude. Like I get it. The starters should be Luca, KD, Shea, SGA and uh, LeBron and Jokic. Sure. But Sabonis Dude, he averages a triple-double, and the Kings are great. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, they were the three-seed. They, I mean, they both were all-stars last year, right? Uh, that's a good question. I am not positive on that. Um, but the no Kings part really got to me. Yeah, where are they? Sorry, people. I don't, I'm not following the NBA that close. but Nobody really is anymore because it's almost March. NBA standings. Let's see here. Okay, no internet. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, they won the division, right? Last year? Yes. Maybe they're just like, okay, we gave the Kings, um, you know, their players last year. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got. And then before we get into Super Bowl, uh, I'm really bummed Brady isn't here for this because of his uh, tendency to freak out when this person's name gets brought up. Uh, Lonzo Ball is back in the gym. Did you yes, see that? I saw that. Call me when he's like running, running fives. Yeah. Honest, but yeah, dude, he was thing. doing like, uh, like two dribbles and like pull-ups. And I was like, just staring at his kneecaps. I was like, dude, yeah. that's stop. It is a step in the right direction, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, call me when he's running fives. <laughs> yeah. I agree. All right, let's take a quick break before we get into the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, we promised you two voices. Uh, Griffin Bag, welcome onto the Washed Up Podcast. How the hell are you? Very good. I'm doing just fine. How are we doing up there, boys? You staying warm? <laughs> what a subtle jab. Griffin yeah, is, is not in hot. Chicago He's right now. He's our New Orleans correspondent, so he I'm, I'm sure it's uh, very warmer he is. Yeah. It's actually 45 yeah. here today. It's it's not bad. Okay. Whatsoever. Nice and balmy. <laughs> Spring training. Good for you, fellas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how's, your, how's your swamp ass? Is it is it good today? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was, let's see what temperature it is right now. It is 64, so we're sitting right there in the middle. Uh, not too bad, <laughs> not too great. It's been rainy and a little gray, so, you know, a little gloomy. But otherwise, I got no complaints, man. We haven't seen snow or any of that crazy. What was the coldest? So Weather-wise, we are chilling. Did it get When we had the big freeze a couple of weeks ago, how, did it get any cold in New Orleans? No, the coldest it got was like 42. Wind took it down to like... 31. Well, that's pretty cold. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is. It is. And listen, they don't know what they're doing down here when that happens. They, they pour sand on the streets uh, <laughs> as if they think that's the same thing as salt. People put chains on their tires. It gets, it gets hectic. I'll tell you what. I was but, supposed to go to Florida, um, but it was only. Uh, yeah, like, what happened with that? Uh, that week, it was only going to be 40 degrees. We were supposed to golf, so we uh, rescheduled. But yeah, that's. Who was it going to be? The, the Callahan brothers? No, uh, uh, Molly's parents are snowbirds, so they have a they have a house like on a golf course down there. So wouldn't want to make that trip when it's forty degrees. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. make much sense. So understandable, understandable. All right, now that we got the weather small talk out of the way, Griff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> earlier on in the episode, I brought Pat on because he's no fields guy anymore. He wants. I am. I am. But it's time <laughs> to move on. Okay, fine. Pat thinks it's time to move on, and I okay. wanted to keep the fella 
and get Marvin Harrison because I think Marvin Harrison's a way better attribute than a possible franchise quarterback. Okay. Totally fair. And I kind of guess share sentiments on both sides. Um, on your side, or on the Pat Callahan side of things, no, no, Pat Clifford side of things on keeping <laughs> Justin Fields, I, uh, I'm i not certain that it's the individual that's the problem and maybe the Bears' development of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe it's not about that. Uh, but to kind of reference what I was talking about a little earlier, George Kittle had some interesting points in his Super Bowl coverage. And they asked him, because he's a career uh, Bears fan, grew up in the area, and he... He said, you know, if it was up to him, he he just boatloads draft picks this year, trust Fields, get Harrison and build around him, and then basically just trust the kid. And uh, I kind of like that. Truthfully, I was on the fence for what little kind of bears and stuff I take in about it. I don't love Caleb Williams. I think he's a little bit of a drama llama. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, man, I really I do think I am – if I had to pick a side, I'm – I'm team field slash Clifford on this one. And I, I think getting the right guys around the individual, he's a, he's a strong minded kid. I think he's a talented kid. Let him give him a shot, give him a real shot, put some assets around him. We're still started that process with the trade DJ Moore. Yeah. But in the same instance, man, is, do you want to be the franchise that traded away two number one picks and <laughs> suck balls? That was, that was one of my points. Like the reason we made the trade last year is to be in this position, to have the chance to get this guy fields, didn't show enough for to me. To do it again. He, he didn't show enough okay. for me. Also, I did see the and Kittle stuff. My only pushback on that is I don't see like a current NFL player saying otherwise about another current NFL. George Kittle's in the Super Bowl, Patrick. Okay. I think he knows yeah, he a thing or two about he football. Would he say, uh, no, move on from that bum, Justin Fields. No, he wouldn't <laughs> say that. Um, but I, I, do, I do respect George Kittle. I love that he's a Bears fan and, and likes the Bears. So that, that was notable, but I, I just don't think there's a world where he says, yeah, says draft Williams. Get rid of him. Yeah, I don't think there's. A yeah, I hear you. And so, Pat, on that front, it's not you're not team and you won but Fields. Your team's Williams over Fields. Yes, I, I think you just can't pass up on that opportunity. It's too scary of a thought if we pass up and he's amazing. Like we can't do that again. <laughs> if, if Fields okay, was, if Fields was a Pro Bowler this year, I'd feel completely yeah. different. But he wasn't. He got injured and no. was just average. Not a great passer. It took him till Christmas to reach 2000 passing yards. Um, yeah, so, uh, it just okay, wasn't enough for me. On, um, sorry, go ahead. No, that's about it. We talked about this, but that's kind of just my stance. What are your, what are our thoughts on the possibility of him returning to USC or saying, no, thank you. He declared. Did he? Yeah, he declared officially. So, yeah. Okay. And, and well, there, no, was, there was no talk, there was talk of that. Like, his dad said, like, oh, he could return. He's only got one shot. Yeah, that's, when the Bears, that's when the Bears and Panthers are both like 0 and 4. <laughs> I get that. Okay. That, that makes a little bit of yeah. sense. Um, but yeah. since then, the Bears won seven games um, and a couple with Fields being injured. Like, there is an infrastructure where, a, like, usually the first pick is a zero win, three win team. But we're a seven win team and we have the first pick. So it could be way worse. Yeah. What are the remainder of the Bears 2024 draft picks? Where do they fit in? We don't have a second rounder, um, but we have a nine. Okay. We have it. So that's why I think trade. we have one and nine. We have one in the nine first round and no second round. Oh. So trading Justin for to get that second rounder back would be huge for me. And I, that's very right, Pat, have you, Pat Callahan, have you played around with the idea of like what would what would you like? Obviously, what would the package look like for one? What would it need to be? And like, where, what is the ideal move? Like what team, what are you getting back? Uh, 
how do you mean? What team? What do you mean? Like where would like, we okay, stand? Like if, if we're if we're yeah, if we're or or the first pick if, on Pat Clifford's side. Like what is the best case scenario? If we're moving fields, where does he go, and what do we get in return? Or if we're moving the number one pick, where is it going, and what do we get in return? Uh, I would need three farms in return for the first pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> like at three least. of your finest farms, please. <laughs> I, I would need three farms. Um, it wouldn't be nice to get Justin. And I, I, I would be way. It would be way easier to digest Justin being good on another team versus Caleb being good on another team. Cause like, I want the best That's for fair. Justin. It, it would suck. Um, and like, you'd think what could have been, but it just didn't work here. You got to move on. I'd be able to digest and I would root for Justin on another team. I, I yeah, it would maybe feel a little better if he went to a bad situation and wasn't good, but I, I can't say that out loud. <laughs> like the Raiders, like, um, the Falcons, yeah. the Falcons would be cool. Justin's from there. So yeah, it would be cool. He's got Bijan, Pitts and Drake, Drake <laughs> London. So they do stink. It makes almost too much sense. They they're not stink. in the, they're not in the range to get one of the top three quarterbacks. So that would make sense. Maybe the Bears should consider just moving to the NFC South and then we'd have no more problems. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Just win, just win four games and we're in the playoffs, fellas. Yeah, we got to deal with the Lions, Packers, and if the Vikings get a quarterback, like it, it might be. It might I, be yeah, dude, we're pretty quick to be the lad, like the worst team in the division by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I would hate that. <laughs> yeah, that I think. So what about the Saints, Griff? What you got? You got any info on the Saints down there? Uh, they're uh, front office wise, they're uh, arguably a bigger dumpster fire than the Bears right now. They currently have no one. They have no offensive coordinator. Or they have the person who was the offensive coordinator last year, but he's not going to be the person whose offense they're calling. So they have. Are they sticking with Derek? Carr? And that, they are certainly sticking with Derek Carr. And if Plus. they're not going with Derek Carr, then they're going with Jameis Winston. Um, they are they are happy with the quarterbacks they have, uh, which yeah, a big time wolf. Uh, <laughs> they're just a dilapidated franchise right now, man. It's like we turned everything in and we just focus on ourselves, and then they win seven games. So I don't really know what they're what they got going on. And it's, yeah, it's highly dysfunctional. Whereas seemingly if the bears don't have a plan, they at least have like things they can do. The Saints don't have picks. They don't have coaches. They don't really have players. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be, <laughs> going to be tough for them to make any large scale moves. Like Alvin Kamara is probably their highest value piece on offense right now. Definitely. And he's in the back half of his career as a running back. And Demario Davis is probably their top player, or Cam Jordan on defense, and they're both in the back half of their career. So it's, they're not high level trade pieces. I don't know where their draft capital is this year, but the Saints are looking like an arguably worse team to root for than the Bears this year. But you don't think they trade for Fields? No, um, nine quarterbacks. I mean, no, yeah, I think, I think I Jameis say, is, like, uh, is a free agent, though. They kind of got the they kind of got the wear the white version of Justin Fields right now, and Taysom Hill also. They got uh, a man's Mike Lennon down there. Oh yeah, we did bring up the the possibility of drafting Caleb Williams and turning Justin Fields into Taysom Hill. Yes, what are your thoughts? Oh, that would be fun, right? <laughs> He would be, uh, he'd be dangerous, man. Like, did he not, did he lead the bears in rushing? Uh, probably yes, just yes, due to, did, yeah, did, due to the fact run, that every running, running back yeah. got hurt the following week. When he, I mean, he was buzzing too, to like towards the middle of the season there, he had a couple like 40, 50, 60 yard touchdown runs where I was like, wait a second, man, what wait, are we doing here? Hold that, on. That was more last year than this year. Yeah. Um, it was oh, like, okay. Pat, whatever you say, dude. <laughs> it was like three, but 
it was by design less rushing yards this year than, than last year. But well, yeah, because but even still, with that not like, hey, let's showcase his passing ability, and then he kind of didn't really do that. Right. That's why I want to move on. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all coming together. Dude. Yeah, you want to move on off this topic and from Justin Fields. All right. Well, uh, you're in luck because it is Super Bowl week. <laughs> Super Bowl Kansas City versus the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday for the whole world to see. And it is the most bet day of all time. In Vegas this year, too. Yeah, in Vegas, which is just like, you got to imagine the briefcases full of cash walking into every hotel in Vegas. Yes. Sidebar, 2025 Super Bowls in New Orleans. Ooh, all right. Uh, Book me a ticket now. See you then. And Griffin's been to a national championship uh, as well, right? In New Orleans. In New Orleans. He's got some experience, so. Yeah. Good that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So uh, also, I don't think the people that are going to be in Vegas this weekend will care about that like nine ninety nine ATM withdrawal fee. I don't, I don't think they look nope. at those. No. Me, on the no, other hand, I'm like, that's it. a whole roulette bet for me right there. You're just taking that out. Where, where are those minimums at? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Real talk on that. Um, Griff, uh, where's your betting been the last couple of weeks? You okay? You feeling good? You're going to hop in on the Super Bowl? What's the deal? Yeah, as I was mentioning a little bit beforehand, we started this recording process. I have been stockpiling all my free bets uh, for the times <laughs> just like this. I think I have about $175 worth of free bets that we were just going to all out leverage across all apps on all things Super Bowl uh, from the dumb stuff all the way to the good stuff, man. I'm excited about it. I'm going to sit on my phone all day Saturday night and mess around. <laughs> well, you got to save a little bit for live bets too. Just to, yeah, true. That is fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so where are you at with the, we'll talk the game first and then we'll get into some fun prop bets. Um, we'll start right. with you, Griff. Where are you at on the game? I am just so tired of the Chiefs. So all things <laughs> anti-Chiefs. If I can bet against the Chiefs, I'm going to do that. Uh, if I can root against the Chiefs, I'm going to do that. Cool team. Happy for them. Just tired of hearing about them for someone who has no stake in the Chiefs. I feel like I get more information on the Chiefs than I do any of the teams I actually care about. Yeah. So uh, 49ers are favored two and a half. It's, are back, you, it's back to yeah. two and a half. Yeah, it's wow. two and a half. Well, well, and the what over was the under, last you thought, Pat Callahan? Well, it start, sorry, Pat. I think it started at two, like yeah. maybe two and a half. It went down to like one or one and a half. And now I guess it's it's back up. Um, well, I think right when spread dropped, everybody hammered Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And then it drove up a little bit. Then everybody started thinking Niners. And then it was a pick em for a quick minute. And now it's just back. Two weeks is a long time. Yeah, it just depends what number you got it at. Uh, two and a half over under 47 and a half. Are you taking the points or are you just going money line, Griff? Um, uh, in my headspace, uh, like from off the rip, I'm going money line, but I did in actuality, I'll probably let like go against that a little bit and take more of the, uh, the points just, just cause I, I lose a lot when I take money line. I'm not smart. Um, <laughs> based on your, so I like to give thought, myself a chance. Your thought yeah. process though, kind of says money line though. Cause you just want the, I know, I know, time. but that's, yeah, but you're right. You're right. Pat, you are right. But see, here's all the things that factor into me not being very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we directly go against the logic that even we've created ourselves. Yeah, that's why I'm on Chiefs. 
is because I see no world in which the 49ers lose. That's the only reason. That's why I'm on the Chiefs with my money is because I know the 49ers are going to win. That's sound. That's sound. And I'm not even kidding. And when you come, when, when I do this, this pot every week and I'm like, I, I love X team for this reason. Sometimes I'll stay with that team. Other times I'm like, I love this too much. I have to go the other route. And this game is that to a T. I'm like, there's too many weapons on the 49ers. I could see, I could, what? So Chiefs. Yeah, so Chiefs. Okay, yeah. So I get it. I I mean, it it doesn't make sense, but it makes all the sense in the world. It makes sense. And I feel like the over should be higher, but I just can't bring myself to bet an under in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs showed me right a lot now? on defense against the Ravens. Griff, it's uh, 47 and a half. I would love that over too. Okay. Um, but their secondary, the Chiefs, is really good. Um, they showed me a lot in the Ravens game. So I think the under is going to hit. So I'm going to bet the over. So. <laughs> Whoa, that was a roller coaster there. Yeah, for real. I love the thought process. Here we go. I'll double down. Um, The Chiefs defense obviously has been playing very, very well. Every outlet the 49ers can use expands that defense. I see no problem with the 49ers scoring. And Pat Mahomes, when it comes to playoff time, is a wizard. And I see no problem with him scoring. So why is this over under below 50 points? Agreed. I'm with you on that. So Holmes we will put take a drive the under at the end of the second half. You'll put a drive <laughs> yeah. together at the end of the first half at, at the very least. Right. Yeah. So it's 14 points. Um, we'll get Kelsey in for sure. Um, and you, you said something about a Marquez MVS MVS. We'll talk about that when we get the props. He'll catch um, a big ball at some point. Um, yeah. All right, Griff, you're on 49ers. Pat, where are you? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to bet. The, I'm going to bet the 49ers. No, I'm knowing I'm going to lose. Is that a, is that an answer to your question? Yeah, that is okay. an answer to my okay. question because I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs because I know the 49ers are going to win. Yes. Okay. So it's the okay. same thing. So we're, we're ensuring yeah. each other a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Perfect. Griff over under 47 and a half. Over. Yeah. Pat. Over, please. Thank you. Yeah, over for me as well, which means uh, I'm going to hammer the over. Definitely going to go under. <laughs> lock in the under, everyone listening. Lock yeah. it in right now. For sure. But the, the main thing is I can't watch the Super Bowl and root for nobody to score. Right. No, right. That's boring. Yeah. So they could have, if they really wanted me to take the under, they would have put it at like 53 and a half. And then I would have been like, oh, yeah, definitely under. First quarter under? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Now we're getting spicy. Here we go. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Um, I did. I did make a dumb futures bet um, that I picked all the championships starting um, with the Kansas City Chiefs winning this game. So if it stays alive, I just hope that um, they give me some sort of cash out. I picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The parlay. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is a parlay of $1 okay. to win four grand. Perfect. Yeah. As one does. Yeah. Uh, Kansas city chiefs to win the super bowl, Boston Celtics to win the NBA championship, 
the Boston nice. Bruins to win the uh, Stanley Cup, which I haven't watched an ounce of hockey since uh, the sweet boy of the Blackhawks went down. And then the Dodgers. Good boy, to win, yeah, good boy, Connor Bedard. And then the Dodgers to win the World Series. And that's betting. That's one dollar to win four grand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of hope for a cash <laughs> out at one point. Oh, wait. Uh, the bet got cut off. It was uh, Kansas uh, basketball to win the Big 12. So not March Madness, just to win the Big 12. That's a lock like every year, right? Yeah, but they were plus 750 when I got them. So oh. that was great. Yeah. Um, all right. Back to, back to the big game. The prop bets have been uh, the way that I lose the most money because I'm like, I, I want action at every second of this game. I think I had like... I, I, I can talk about it since it was last year. I think I had like $400 just like on prop bets last year for Eagles chiefs. And I think I might've won like two, but winning those two cuts your losses because of how outrageous some bets are like the, yep. doink, the doink bet. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't take that. I think I took, um, I took like Justin or Jalen hurts, like over rush yards on his first attempt. And I, they had like value. So I went like 15 at plus 300 and some crazy. I don't remember. It was a year ago. Did it hit Get off me? Uh, I think so. It wasn't a tush push. Yeah. Um, but some stats that I got here, Griffin, what's going on over there right now? I got a dog, dude. I told you she's fucking out of control. It, it seems Get like she wants me. you to take the chiefs. She's really upset about yeah. the way you talked about the f- chiefs. Well, sorry. I, I'm tired of the boys. She's a T-Swift fan. It's fine. Uh, Take so, Taylor and Travis and get them all out of here. Hey, man. Uh, so, coin toss. It's Super Bowl 58, right? Mm-hmm. Heads has hit 27 times. Tails has hit 30 times. Either way you choose, you're getting it at minus 104. I'm a tails guy. I'm tails always. Um, yeah, I am as well. Not, not very interesting insight. I'm just, I'm just a tails guy. Yeah. Just because tails never fails. If yes. it rhymes, it's true. Right. I think I have to go yeah. heads because of you too. You, you should go heads. Yes. Yeah. But that's yeah. one of the yeah, things. It's like, you don't like putting like your biggest bet down on the head. Or on the coin Start toss off the game. Yeah. And then, terribly. Yeah. yeah, it's like going to the casino on like a boy's trip and just immediately going to put a hundred on black or red and then you lose. Yeah, and then you're just like the sad guy for that Friday night. It could have been hot though. It could have been really cool. Yeah, it it would have been, been really sick. Cool. It would have been sick. Let me tell you. Um, I got a couple. It could have been really cool. <laughs> yeah, it could have been really cool. What about MVP? Do you have any inkling on MVP? MVP, it's always the fucking quarterback of the winning team. Good value in McCaffrey yeah. though. Yeah, or I think Travis Kelsey too, just because of the story he's been talked about if he plays well. Yeah, yeah. Purdy, boy, that's going to be a tough contract negotiation. I'll tell you what. Yeah, if he wins this Super Bowl, gets Super Bowl MVP, it, it would have to be like a landslide because chances are Christian McCaffrey is going to have a ridiculous game, but right. Brock Purdy is the quarterback of the team that won the Super Bowl. So he would, Brock would have to throw for at least two. 
Right, and not to McCaffrey, probably. And well, I mean, he could if he throws it to McCaffrey, it doesn't matter. If it's a, if it's like a screen dump, though, yeah, that you and I could throw, and McCaffrey runs it for twenty five yards and in, it yeah. doesn't really help in well, this case. Well, I personally don't throw anything less than five yards. That's like my bugaboo. Your Charlie checkdown. That's, that's a whole different argument. That's my strength, actually. So we're speaking. <laughs> nah, sure. Good old fashioned uh, Pack Allen tuck and run. <laughs> Pump fake and tuck and run. <laughs> he wasn't open. He was football. not open. I swear. Three step drop. I got this. <laughs> the Mike Vick without the arm. Yeah. Like out there, dogs. Though. I love dogs for the record. Oh, Except when they're barking during a <laughs> podcast, you psycho. Dude. I know this room. Hey, hey, man! Let's go have a conversation here. She heard the name Mike. Vick. She heard the name Mike Vick. Give her, give her a break. It's fine. All right, now yeah, the now the fun one, and I I have a conspiracy theory to this answer. The Gatorade shower, orange is the favorite. Then it goes purple, and then yellow green are tied at second favorite and then blue red slash pink and then water slash clear for the highest value i think everybody was talking about the super bowl logo with red and purple there's no purple in the super bowl until the shower well they thought the ravens that based on the script it was going to be the ravens and that's what they thought (laughs) but now they need a way for purple to make its way into the super bowl so it can still live on purple gatorade just it's pretend, a lot. Just pretend you know okay. the answers to these questions that I'm about to ask, okay? Yeah, um, I is always Is it the team's do. choice uh, on the color? Is it yes. the team's choice on what color Gatorade yeah. goes in their own coolers? Yes, it is. And, it, and that, they're all that different they drink flavors. on the sidelines. They're all different flavors, right? It's not just coloring? That is correct. Je- okay. Jesus Christ, man. Have you ever had a Gatorade before? Well, I know, Have you ever I know been... when you're on the sideline, you put like the powder in. It's different than like ordering, a, you know, buckets of it. You, you put the powder in, you mix it You mix it to your taste. Um, dude, why, why is purple number one then? Why is purple? Oh, because of, of the logo? Because of the logo, So yeah. it has nothing to do with the, the team's choice then based on that. Theory. No, but I I mean, what if they all like purple flavor Gatorade? It's a decent flavor. Right. It's a good Gatorade. It's not the best. But Griff, <laughs> Griff, this sounds like Pat yeah. would just put on like a trench coat and like get some food coloring in his pocket and like try to sneak onto the field, uh-huh. unscrew the cap oh, yeah. of the Gatorade tub, and then just like squeeze it in and shake it around a little bit just so his back caches. Yeah, that's, well, that's yeah, red. That's instead red. of just <laughs> instead of just going in there and finding out the color and yeah. placing the bet afterwards, exactly. he would go change it to the color he already placed the bet on. <laughs> yeah, did you see the guy who uh, he DM'd all the Chiefs and said like, "Hey, yeah, that uh, dude I'm, was I'm doing a dude. school project. Uh, what what's your favorite Gatorade?" Yeah, yeah. Can't we have data on this, like, based on, like, uh, film throughout the season of someone, like, holding a Gatorade cup? Is that not just, like, readily accessible? Yeah. Uh, I mean, certainly. I mean, it certainly is. Uh, I think we would have to go back and watch the tape of every single one. Maybe they have multiple. It's like, which one looks coolest? Like, if you're just... Like, if you think about it from the point of view of the individual who does the physical pouring of the powder into the water, and you do that 17, 18, 19 times a year, no one gives a fuck. One time someone gives a fuck, I'm going crazy. <laughs> Maybe they have multiple Y'all thought buckets, it was purple. It, it just depends we drank on the purple, bucket. We drank purple 18 games this year. Yeah. Guess what? No purple. Yeah, exactly. But it, that's a great point. Like, what if they got, like... 
uh, like flavors, a blue preferences. Yeah, if they have depends every on which one's the most full at, at the end of the game. I don't know. Right. Oh, that's a great yeah. way to look at it. What flavor is weak that the people don't need to drink? Yeah, uh, orange is kind of weak. Like it. Like that's a morning flavor. No, orange <laughs> is a revival flavor. Okay. All right. Yeah. Healthy debate. Blue. Blue is when you feel like you're dying and you're dehydrated. Orange yeah, super is, hydration. Orange is to keep you going. Red is for when you're sick. <laughs> purple All red drinks across the board right. are for when you're sick. Yeah, purple's for when you're feeling zesty. Nope. And it's just great whenever. And water's just when you feel like, oh man, it's been a while since I've had water. What about yellow? Yeah, I don't like yellow. I'm not a yellow guy. I don't have a reason to drink yellow. There's also that like white flavor. Um, yeah, the clear glacier freeze yeah, or glacier something freeze. like that. Yeah, oh, it's not bad. white cherry, dude. Or white cherry. Ooh, dude, that used to hit, but I hated looking at it. What if we just do like a soda fountain <laughs> and mix a couple? Then we're getting on the color wheel here. Yeah. Brown. I know when you got just, I know tomorrow when you guys share this, cause you're on the episode, somebody's going to listen to being like, Oh my God, these fucking morons talked about color mm-hmm. for 25 minutes Damn and they right. got absolutely nowhere. <laughs> and we're still going to keep now talking about color. I, Let's break down the color. Real, I, real quick. I, I, I still don't know which color I'm going to bet. Yeah. I think uh, I no idea. at plus a thousand, it's hard not to take water. Yeah, that's tough, man. It's tough not to sniff that one just a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm going to go water and purple. That's Those are going to be my two Gatorade bets. Parlay them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nagy's going to get dumped and so will Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Nagy's going to get put into the cooler. Yeah. Get a swirly somehow going in that thing. They should dunk Andy Reid in one. That'd be sick. I'm going yellow. I just, I love... I love that flavor too much. I know. I was going to say you're a yellow guy, you fucking loser. Yeah, that one. That one's a red flag on me. <laughs> Griff, where are you going to go? Oh, I, I, I definitely am going to sprinkle water because that's just too spicy to not. Um, right. And you got 170 free dollars to move your money around. Uh-huh. With. I know. How fun! <laughs> I think I'm going to go orange. I think I'm going to go orange. Yeah, stick with the favorite. It's uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Exactly right, man. Yeah. They go to overtime is orange for sure, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. When uh, when you guys have gone to watch your Super Bowl at your Super Bowl parties and stuff, uh, is there any prop bet that you absolutely love? I know the national anthem gets talked about a lot, but I honest to God have never been able to find the number anywhere. I was just about to say that. I don't know who offers that uh, bet, but it's not anything that I do business with. Dude, it's nowhere. And everybody's talking about like, dude, I hammered the under. I took this. And then I start thinking like, are my friends even real? Like, is this all in my imagination? Because my betting app does not have the national anthem anywhere. No, and I've seen people bet like uh, the first song that the halftime show performer is going to sing. Yep. Never seen like that. that. Still I don't, I don't Rihanna see none of those. Do Love on the Brain. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I saw on Twitter that uh, somebody posted the lines and they just like copied and pasted them. It's like, yeah, by Usher nope. is... Uh, like my uh, plus 280 as like the clear on favorite. I'm like, well, first off, absolute banger. And then second off, where can I put my money on this? I think because like there's rehearsals and stuff that might be part of it. If someone has eyes eyes on the rehearsal um, for both the national anthem and and a halftime, it it could get out. Um, 
I but, feel like they haven't gotten a halftime show right in a while. Like, what is a half of Usher's music, if not more, is about like stuff that you can't sing on a national stage. That's true. He's gonna have a lot like, of just, uh, like funny words to fill in uh, the innuendos, and also a lot of like random. He'll, be like, uh, uh, you know, he'll just put that instead of the word. He'll just go, uh. Yeah, it's like Kevin when he sings any song. He'll just bring out the Rick Ross. Huh? Oh. Uh, well, shout, out, shout out stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Pat shouted him out earlier. We were also trying to get him in stew, but he's out to dinner right now. So, uh, not possible. Unacceptable. I, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. I found, so across my legal betting apps, uh, still degenerate at heart and I still have a bookie. Um, yeah. And uh, I winked into the camera that isn't here. So uh, if you're listening to this, I don't have a bookie. Uh, There are some fun cross sports bets for this game. Loving loving the club by Usher for a song. Okay, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Pat probably just spent the last five minutes trying to think of Usher songs that weren't going through the Usher roller deck. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, no. you know what? You know what? Usher's going to start his uh, Las Vegas halftime performance with. There's clubs. Confessions. <laughs> Part three. Yeah, my <laughs> boo. No, my boo. Actually, it's going to be my boo. Oh my god! Uh, but so one of the bets that I saw is what will be more. So the Thunder and the Kings play basketball on Super Bowl Sunday, and it's who will have more? Shea Gillis, say SGA, points, okay. or MVS receiving yards, and Shea has a 12-point spread on that. And I feel like if MVS catches one pass mm-hmm. for that's 40... Say. Yeah, if he catches one bomb, that's a lock. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, even I with, mean, even with the twelve points, even with the twelve points, yeah. I think you you go MVS. MVS, well, Shea SGA can definitely put up forty points, no problem. But also, yeah. MVS can catch one ball for forty-one yards. It wouldn't have to be fifty-two. Yeah, no, SGA is favored in that comparison. Last time I looked at it, you said twelve points. Sorry, That's yeah, twelve point spread between favorite. SGA's uh, points. And MVS's receiving yards. That's an insane bet, and I love it. I might have to bet all these just because. What else? What else? I kind of that. Like, yeah. What else is on there? Examples of that. There was um, Sabonis points, rebounds, and assists versus George Kittle's receiving yards. Hmm. Simonis is points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, so he averages a triple double. Simonis does. Yeah, goo. Yeah, he's insane, and he. We talked about it a little earlier. He's not an all star, and I'm fucking furious. Like twenty and ten. And I got to imagine Sabonis on Super Bowl Sunday will get at least like 18 points, 12 rebounds, and like nine or 10 assists. So uh, 40. So 40. Will Kittle get 40 yards? Will Cole, yeah. Will George Kittle break 40 yards? And I think that's, yes. I think he would. He's also I think, just a couple catches away. Um, 
So I do like both the Chiefs in, in, in those, but yeah, those are basic answers. And then on like the, the legal books, there is some cross sports and it's like, will the Chiefs win and Ricky Fowler make the top five for the Phoenix Open? We, and, we know Judd's hitting that bet. Yeah, I, I sent it to Judd and Ryan and I was like, well, this could get dangerous. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right, Griff, right. Also, Griff, you've been obviously able to play golf whenever you want. Are you following yeah. along with the tour as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, no more so because I work in golf than I was prior. Uh, but yeah, always on a, a casual fandom level for sure. Oh, okay. How's the golf been? How's the game? My own uh, is okay. Uh, it's all right right now. I haven't played. I played 18 holes on Sunday, but that was the first time I played 18 holes in like two weeks. I play three, four holes most days though. Um, but yeah, we're all right. I got some dispersion issues on the driver, but the short game's good. So good. Good. We're, we're able to scramble a little bit, which is, it makes it fun sometimes, but also extremely frustrating at other times. But y'all are gearing up, man. I, uh, I've been seeing all the, a bunch of people come down for, uh, cause it's seasonal golf, you know, they'll come work or bullshit down here for a few months. And then now everyone's returning back to their clubs to get everything open. So y'all are right around the corner. Yeah. We're not too far off. I will be golfing this weekend, um, in Florida. Okay. I'm going to be here working. So, uh, (laughs) shut up. Uh, another fun bet for the Phoenix open Jordan Spieth. Will his fourth round score be more than Debo Samuels receiving yards? So like 60 something. So yeah, if Spieth shoots like a less than or more than 80. Yeah. If like, right. If you go get 80 yards, you got it. That's a, that's a fun one. That um, one's fun. But also Debo does do the, uh, you never know if it's going to be rushing or receiving for a Debo. That's day. what I was about to say. That's, that's receiving yards. And if you're betting on speech, then you're betting on him to suck and Debo to suck. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because if speech just has like an off day and you just hammer speech. Mm-hmm. Eh, now we're now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Yeah, but the worst his day is gonna be is like a seventy-seven. Yeah, exactly. And so if Debo gets uh, just two bombs, thirty yards, you just gotta hope for that third catch. What's the goal? Or if it's yeah, I mean if it's a, if it's a Debo passing day, it's just nine catches for you know one hundred and fifteen. What's the golf course? Where's the, the pin placement? Tell me right now. Shut up. It's always at TPC Scottsdale. It's the waste management. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Waste management. Classic. All right. Um, so first touchdown and touchdown scores. I have to let everybody listening know that uh, when I went to Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, I... Uh, this was after you, Pat. I apologize. I went back for a quick little lunch break. I went in there, <laughs> won a little bit, and I put put some money on Kyle Juszczyk anytime touchdown. Kyle Juszczyk first touchdown, and Mecole Hardman anytime touchdown. And those are all straight bets. But something not so chill happened where the ticket has been lost. I don't know if somebody accidentally threw it away or if I accidentally threw it away, but just know that those are definite locks due to the fact that I have no idea where that winning ticket is right now. So they're definitely uh, going to win now. That's what I'm saying. And I hope that they do hit 
And then I'm just going to tear apart every area I've ever been in, hoping to find that ticket. You're just shit out of luck. If you if, if Juszczyk finds his way into the first touchdown, I'm going to be so pissed. I put like 25 bucks on it to win $1,200. That's a good bet. a movie like that called like Lottery Ticket or something, I think. Yeah, where he lost the ticket. and Yeah. Uh, wasn't they that got, with Bow Wow? Bow Wow. Yeah, my boy <laughs> Bow Wow. <laughs> Oh, that Big <laughs> That's classic. Um, who Check do you guys back at some culture, dude? Who do you guys like to find the end zone? Anytime or first time? Give me both. Give me anything you're feeling. This is all vibes. Uh, basic ass pick McCaffrey for sure. Um, and I would love the use check pick a lot more, but McCaffrey's also really good at the goal line. Um, we, we, we rode use check, uh, last game and they just handed it to McCaffrey. It was yeah. Huge, huge better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you have the best running back in the entire world, it's really tough he to just give your full every buck. game this year besides one game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah that's a chalky ass pick. Cool. I do like, uh, Pacheco as well, another chalky pick, and Kelsey. So just the chalkiest picks of all time. That's what I got. Yeah, but I'm the one who does not ever take the chalky picks, and I'm like, why did you try to get so fucking cute with it? Why didn't you just take the guys who absolutely have low odds for the reason that they're going to get in the end zone? My, my cute pick, who's the other tight end on the uh, 49ers? Not that Not guy. Jennings. He looks... He low-key catches balls sometimes. That would be my cute pick. That would be your cute pick? That would be my cute pick. All right. Griff, you got anybody you're looking at? Uh, anybody spicy? Um, I think, yeah, like the, the regulars are, I mean, standard best, but I don't – that's not going to be enough money made for me to probably even sniff. Anybody spicy, like I can see potentially like someone like Clyde edwards Lair getting in the end zone Ooh. or um, – like someone like where the odds are in, in on my favor, but it's still like it's just situational football and anything can happen. So I think uh, Chiefs side, I like that. And then uh, I think I also I like use check a lot. I don't know if I like him first touchdown, but I I, I like uh, they kind of try to ride. I don't want to say hot hands because it's not necessarily pertaining to football, but he's his name has been in the, the media a lot with his wife uh, doing her thing and the the clothes and stuff. So I think they might try to get him some shine. There there is something to that for sure. Yeah, uh, I just want to let you guys know that right when that stuff about his wife making those jackets came out, I took him anytime touchdown and, uh, didn't happen. So I took it again and it didn't happen. He's so I am tripling down and that's why it's yeah. a $25 bet. Um, instead of my go. usual five to he 10 did have a touchdown. I believe don't check this in the other 49ers chiefs Super Bowl actually. Now we're cooking with gas. Now we're talking with yeah. gas. How do you guys feel about about a defensive score? Do you have any any maybe possibly could happen? No, I like it. I, I either either defense could could get a sneaky. I mean, Purdy might start slow again. Forty um, ers defense is also really good, so I, I like that. Yeah, neither one of these quarterbacks really have turnover problems. I don't know. I I, I mean. I would probably bet against it just because I think everyone's going to be buttoning everything up and like, but, uh, yeah, like, yeah, certainly, certainly liable to happen. Uh, who would be like, are there big kit pick getters on either defense? Well, the only like thing that would come in, that? the only thing that would come into play is that, uh, Kadarius Tony will be on the field at some <laughs> point. Oh, Kadonkey is Tony. Tip drill. Yeah. So, I mean, if if he tips it and it just falls into the f speediest San Fran guy's hands, 
Then we're just then we're just hoping. What are his odds for first touchdown? Kadarius Tony's four plus forty four hundred. So ten dollars would you? Yeah, thousand. So ten dollars would win you four hundred and forty dollars on him first touchdown. Not bad. Yeah, I might have to take it just because we talked about it. Also, uh, Ray Ray McLeod might have to take him due to the first name being Ray Ray. Who that? I don't even know who that is. He's a receiver on the Niners. That's big Ray Ray. No one Ayuk? No one's talking about Ayuk? I, I love Ayuk, but I liked him a lot last week too. So I don't know if he'll go back to back. I kind of like him for first touchdown just because that's where the value is. Um, but I'll probably, I ran into this problem a lot where I took Debo or Ayuk a lot. And it was the other one who scored. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that too. I feel like it, they don't ever have good days together either. It's one or the other. Yeah, because the defense has to pick one. Yeah, to stop. Right. And yeah. Yeah, and I feel like. Yeah, I'm gonna talk myself into a lot of bets. That's why I want the over to hit, just so I have a chance to hit these anytime props. Yeah, sounds good. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's hit the over. Um, all right, you guys got any uh, final best bets? Before we wrap up uh, season 12, episode 12 of the Washed Up Podcast? Uh, I don't think so. I do like McCaffrey MVP, though. I do like that. You like the sneakiness? I do, yeah. 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 For the value and uh, Purdy gets no love. If McCaffrey has two touchdowns, then yeah. I do like that, yeah. True. Griff, you got any best bet or any final, final thoughts? No, not overwhelmingly. It was uh, as good as to get back in touch with y'all boys though in this instance has been it's been good spitting some uh spitting some hot fire for the people you know what i'm saying fiona thanks for barking in the background the whole time <laughs> yeah fiona yeah. pick what's fiona's pick come on uh fiona's pick is shut her gd mouth <laughs> it's just ball <laughs> there's a yeah, ball right You're, yell at me for yeah. some reason yeah Oh, man. Thank God Michael Vick isn't playing. Hey, oh, come on. All right. Big fan of him. All right. Thanks for coming on, Griff. Uh, We'll talk soon. Hopefully we can uh, get some golf together. Keep us posted when you're coming back to the Chi-Town area. All right? I certainly will do, fellas. It's been lovely. All right, brother. Talk soon. See you, Griff. Yes, indeed. Peace. All right, friends, family, team. This has been season 12. Episode 12 of the Washed Up Podcast. Patrick, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. Uh, do you have any final words? Uh, I will be going to Bears training camp if you need an on-site reporter to let you know what's going on. I, I will be there, yes. Perfect. We're already planning for <laughs> September. Rock on. Uh, music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Check out their new album out now, anywhere you can find your music. All right. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness here from us next week. With me, get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones, do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along, they said the light shows. I ain't no, I ain't so fly, don't you think so too? Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu on the blood cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves, everybody want to be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs, sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music and ain't loose, homie. Fall back like. Fucking awesome.
the wrong tie. Can't sink if it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh, Lord, won't quit till it's all mine.